This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Judy Cho, and I am a nutritional therapy practitioner. I work with clients to get to root cause healing, and oftentimes that is gut healing with the meat based elimination diet. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about gut healing supplements, how to start them, when to get off them. I shared a gut healing support series on social media, and I thought it would answer a lot of the questions, but I actually got a lot more questions after. And so instead of answering everyone one on one,、um, I just thought this would be beneficial to kind of explain everything in a quick video. Okay, so before I get into the specific supplements, I just wanted to share really quickly how the digestive process works. Okay, so if we look at this graphic here, and yes, I think it's ironic that there's an apple, it should actually be a steak. But our digestive process will always be north to south. And what that really means is it's a cascading effect. And if anything breaks down from all the way from the top, It will impact the rest of the journey going all the way south until you have a bowel movement.、So、if you see food and you salivate, that salivation has digestive enzymes already in your mouth. And so we even need enough salivary amylase, which is again the digestive enzyme in our mouth, to break down our food. So once your food is in its smallest components, it'll go down to the esophagus into your stomach and it will then mix with your stomach acid. And again, hydrochloric acid needs to be at the pH levels between like one and a half to maybe 3.0. And that's why you don't want to drink a lot of water with your meals because water is a higher pH and you don't want to be drinking alkaline waters, which is even a higher pH. And studies show that it increases it at least by 0.5 pH. After you consume it. And then your stomach acid, which is made up of mostly mucus, pepsin, which is、um, probably a digestive enzyme you guys have heard of in some of the supplements, and then hydrochloric acid. So this stuff mixes with your food, it kills off any unwanted bacteria and toxins, and then it'll go down into or get ready to go down into your duodenum. So the reason we need the stomach acid to be really acidic is because, as I mentioned, the digestive process is a cascading effect from north to south. 
I'll give you two examples. The full digestive process with details and why and how everything works is in carnivore cure. Okay, so if the stomach acid is acidic enough, then what will happen is that the small intestine will release a hormone called secretin. The secretin will then in turn have the pancreas release two different enzymes. One is sodium bicarbonate, which will then increase the pH of the acidic food in your stomach. As it goes into the small intestine, it'll raise the pH levels in your small intestine. The second thing it'll do is it'll release more digestive enzymes. So if you're not producing enough digestive enzymes from your pancreas, it could be one, because you don't have enough stomach acid. It could be that your pancreas is inundated by too much insulin um, and then other effects. But essentially, that's what is part of this cascading effect. And so that is why we need the stomach acid to be very acidic. And then in this small intestine right here, uh, with the secretin is also released cholecystokinin or CCK. And basically that then stimulates the bile to be released from the gallbladder and liver to then break down our fats. Essentially, what you really want to know is that when you're not digesting your foods well, if you have loose stools, something along this process is breaking down. There's obviously so many different areas, but essentially that's why there are so many supplements in the whole digestive process. Some people use my symptom burden that kind of breaks down the specifics, but you really want your whole digestive process to work well, because again, this small intestine is where we absorb most of our nutrients. And then that's where most of our immune system is. The last part is the large colon, which is where most of our microbiome is. I will show you there's an area of the large intestine called the cecum. That's where most of our microbiome is and other microbes that basically work together with our body for a better function. Okay, so this is a large intestine. And if you see here, this is the cecum. So in the cecum, this is where our microbiome is or our microbes for short, but that's where we have virus, fungi, bacteria, and essentially there are trillions of them that communicate with the rest of the body and are essentially very microscopic. We have only really studied most of the bacteria and that is what we call the microbiome and that's where we're like, we need more probiotics. It's really just focusing on this area. Okay, so with all that said, now I'm going to get into the gut healing process and the supplements and how to get off them. Okay, so I try to make it into these really simple steps. Obviously, digestive health is not super simple. But if we were to consider we would use the first bucket or the first phase as the remove phase. So first of all, start the carnivore cure elimination protocol, the book, um, really breaks down how to do the elimination diet, but you want to remove a lot of the toxic foods, right? So that's where the diet is super important. You can take all the supplements in the world, but it will not fix a bad diet. I normally like to support the body. So let's say you have some candida. First of all, candida normally does not work on its own, but let's say it's just candida. Um, instead of going and using antifungals, I like to support the body. So maybe some probiotics, do a elimination protocol. Okay, so, but if you have any bacteria, mold, parasites, worms, um, there's certain big ones um, that you will have to remove even if your body's not in the greatest condition. You can never really get better if you have parasites and worms because they will always be feeding on your digestive process. Um, I always recommend recording in a food and mood journal. Um, I have one as part of the carnivore cure freebies um, in some of the links in the book. But basically you record 
what you're eating, how you feel, how your stools are, if you took any supplements, so you can figure out what is going on and getting back in tune with the body. The rebalance state is really refining the carnivore cure protocol. Um, Maybe it's reintroducing some of the foods, maybe it's reducing some of the animal-based foods that are still triggering you and having any symptoms and sensitivities. From there, we would also focus on nutrient deficiencies. Um, It may be some digestive supports, like if your pancreas, as we were just talked about, is not functioning sufficiently. If you are stressed or you're not getting enough salt water, your minerals may be impacted. And then same thing with vitamins and enzymes. We also want to rebalance the body's beneficial bacteria. So remember, we're talking about the cecum and in that area, the bacteria part Now, we don't know for sure what exactly is the right bacteria, especially for a meat-based diet, but we want to make sure that we have the general good strains. And there are three that I generally recommend, and I'll talk about that in a second. The last is to make sure that we're supporting the system. So obviously the digestive system is one, but we want to make sure the kidneys and the liver are in its best shape. And this is why I was concerned about too much vitamin A. Um, And if you've even had any non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, um, you've had your gallbladder removed, all of these things will impede a little bit on the detox pathway. So you want to be mindful and cater your diet based on those factors. The last part is the reinforcement. So this is reinforcing the GI lining. So there are nutrients you could take to make sure that the lining of the small and large intestine are basically coming back intact. There's a lot of herbals you can take that will support that. Um, And then it'll just kind of reinforce the immune system because again, 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your small intestine. And in this part, you can also start reintroducing food. So it might be just uh, meats that you were once sensitive to you want to try, or maybe it's dairy. And then from there, you can move on to some plant foods that have the least amount of toxins. And then finally, you want to work on titrating off supplements. A lot of people feel good on the supplements or once they find the right supplements for them. And then they're like, well, how long do I take this? Do I take this forever? Ideally, no. So this is where your diet is super important. If you eat a meat-based diet and as you have no symptoms, so you're sleeping through the night, hormones are in good balance, you don't have any digestive issues, your energy is good, all of these things, and you're still taking supplements, that's when you can start to titrate off them. And I'll go through that in a second. Okay, so this is the first part of that north to south process of the gut support. This is just the upper GI. So this can be related to your stomach. Um, And then it's the liver gallbladder um, to basically break down the fat. And I guess that really happens in the small intestine, but you still need enough stomach acid to stimulate the CCK in the small intestine. I never shared about these gut supports because I think it's very individualized, but it's one of the most common questions I get. So I hope that this explains what supports you may want to use. And I can tell you that a lot of carnivores may not need supports, but a lot of carnivores do. I would say that every single one of my clients took at least one kind of supplement because just things weren't working by just using meat alone. I mean, if you don't have enough stomach acid to break down your meats and then your small intestine to be healed, to even absorb the nutrients, how are you going to get better? Okay. So the upper GI, um, these are supports that will stimulate increasing stomach acid. So betaine HCL, which again, uh, your stomach acid is mucus, HCL, and pepsin. So this will help you to produce more stomach acid. Now, if you are on a anti-inflammatory or you have, or you're taking NSAIDs and you're, you know, for sure that your stomach lining 
kind of has holes, you have ulcers, you may not want to take this acid because it'll corrode that even further. And that's maybe where you need some digestive bitter. So these are more natural supports to balance H. pylori, and it can just help your gut just function in a more natural state. Now, if you don't have any yeast or fungal overgrowth like candida, then apple cider vinegar may also be an option. You want to try a little bit right before your meal, and that can also stimulate the digestive process as well as increase a little bit more of the hydrochloric acid. These liver gallbladder supports, um, it was really hard to bucket all of these uh, digestive supports because as you saw, the digestive process is very connected, intertwined, and it's also a north to south process. But so beta plus has more ox bile salts. Um, some have lipase, which is an enzyme to break down fats. So digestive enzymes, there are different types. This one is a proteolytic enzyme. They are natural enzymes that are produced within your body. And this is just the natural amounts that are found in your body, but in a supplement. So you would take this with your food and it helps to digest your um, proteins, fats, and carbs. And then without food, interestingly, it'll help support any inflammation and pain. So for my clients that have any inflammation, pain, aches. Um, if you don't want to instead take an, you can try this away from your meals and then with away from your meals, it will work like a pain support rather than a digestive enzyme. The last one I put is for your detox pathway. Not everyone needs this. I don't normally put this on everybody. It really depends on how their liver function is, but this helps the detox pathway. It helps your liver to be in a stronger state. So there's milk thistle, dandelion, burdock. Now, again, um, this really will be very bio individual. Okay. So this is the small intestine and the large intestine, and then some pancreas in the small intestine. You want to make sure that your immune health, your nutrients are being absorbed. And so I really like this product. Maybe it's personally because I use that and that really helped me from years of overusing laxatives, but this is intestinal permeability support. Um, it does contain some shellfish. Um, it contains glutamine and lamb intestine. So if you are sensitive to shellfish, you may want to skip this one, but this helps when you take it away from foods, it helps to build the lining of the small intestine. Immunoglobulins are amazing because they support the immune system. So a lot of these IgGs, first of all, this is from bovine serum, so it is not colostrum, so it's not made of dairy, but it helps improve the gut barrier function. But essentially, when you take probiotics and prebiotics, your immunoglobulins will pick up any of the toxins released from the bad gut bugs. So that's where taking a probiotic with the mega IgG is super powerful. And I've seen a lot of benefits from using both with my clients. If you need more mild support, you may want to just try some homemade bone broth at home. Um, again, skip this if you have any oxalate dumping, um, some any yeast or fungal overgrowth as it can kind of facilitate that pathway. But if you don't, you may want to try that. Okay, so for the large intestine, similar stuff. I mean, all of these supports kind of blend into each other, but um, I like this particular one. There's a lot of ones that are really good, but this has um, supports for leaky gut, IBS. There's zinc, MSM, licorice, aloe vera. And this again helps with the GI lining. So you take it away from foods. Okay, so last part is the microbiome support. This is probiotics, immunoglobulins, like I just mentioned, the mega IgG, but essentially, um, and there's some binders as well, but essentially, no one could definitively say that every probiotic is good. There are strains that have been shown to be good, but I like these probiotics, honestly, because they have shown efficacy in my practice. Not everyone does good with spore probiotics. 
Why I do like it though is they are commensal, meaning that they can colonize the gut. Whereas the Saccharomyces boulardii here and all the more common ones, the prebiotics, the lactobacillus, bifidobacteria, the streptococcus, all of these, um, they're transient, meaning they help while you're taking them and they'll do some gut healing for you. But once you stop taking them, they don't live in your gut anymore. They may last for one or two days, but that's it. They're all different strains though, again, so you still do need these. But if you've ever taken antibiotics, you want to take these three because they generally will cover all the main strains. I'm just going to answer a few questions that comes in often. So one is, okay, so what supplements do I need? And I can't answer that without really working with you, but generally you can kind of figure that out based on your symptoms. So if you're starting to feel heartburn, Um, It might be something related to your upper GI. Maybe you don't have enough stomach acid. If you feel bloat like an hour after your meal, it might be your small intestine. But the best way for me to really see is by doing a symptom burden. And this, if you see right here, it shows the upper GI, liver, gallbladder, small intestine, and large intestine. And so you can see how there are certain symptoms that you will feel if things are imbalanced. And that's how then I can determine based on this and then the supplements I just brought up, then I can recommend certain ones. I will put all the links to the symptom burden and all the supplements in the show notes. What I really want you to take away from this is that if you are not feeling that well and you know it's gut-related on a meat-based diet, it's probably your gut. I mean, I hope by now you can really understand the importance of the gut and how important it is for your gut to be in the best condition. Even though this person, for example, their kidneys and bladder is a really high priority because it's part of the consequences instead of the foundation, I wouldn't focus on this. I wouldn't put this person on a kidney or bladder support. I see here that they have maybe vitamin needs. I'm not surprised. I'm pretty sure that this small intestine being high priority is a good reason that they probably are not absorbing their nutrients, even if they're eating a lot of meat. In terms of when to titrate off, again, if you are feeling well, I would start moving off of one supplement at a time. So let's say you're taking five hydrozymes or five HCLs um, in the very beginning of the meal. And then maybe you move down to four and then see if your symptoms are the same. And again, use your food and mood journal, see the consistency. And if you feel fine, then move to three and then move to two and move to one and then move to one every other day and then one every few days. And you want to isolate one supplement at a time so that if you removed everything, you're not Like, oh, my symptoms are back, but now I don't know what was helping and what was not. Just like when you start, you want to kind of start one at a time, especially if you're highly sensitive. And then you want to remove slowly one supplement at a time. The big takeaway is that the digestive process is from north to south. And so that we need to make sure that everything is kind of working. And then the big important takeaway is that it doesn't matter if you're eating just meat, if your gut is not getting better, you don't feel well on a carnivore diet, even a few months in, it's probably time to work on your gut. You know, our food and our soils have changed so much over the years that sometimes we do need a little bit of help. If for 50 years you've been eating the standard American diet, and then you expect that meat will kind of heal everything. Sometimes we need the support. Why suffer when you can kind of heal and heal quickly, and then it's just a temporary support. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Really simply, just make sure to be in a relaxed state while you're eating. If you're stressed, if you're upset, um, don't eat during that time. Your body needs to be in a rested state to digest. Make sure that when you eat, that you actually are calm and then you chew, chew, chew as much as possible. Make sure you can swallow your food easily without any water. 
And then make sure that your stomach acid is really acidic. Um, If you are getting heartburn, that is a big indication that you don't have enough stomach acid. And then if you've ever been on antibiotics, any strong medications, you probably want to do a round of probiotics. I can't give you the answer of how long. Some people take it for just one month. Some people take it for three. Some people take it for years um, just from bad gut health. You have to figure out what makes sense for you. And again, it'll be based on your symptoms. For me, it was probably about three months and then I don't need it. Maybe I do, again, probiotics for a maintenance dose, but that's really it. But you, the key is really to work on your gut health because without gut health, it doesn't matter your hormones. It doesn't matter any other part of your body because without absorbing your foods, you don't have the raw materials to do everything else in your body to function. All right, guys, I hope that this gut health plus supports has been helpful for you. Make sure to take care of your gut because truly it is the most important place for you to get optimal health. All right, guys, make sure to eat a lot of meat. Take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live. I will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com slash groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and The Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.